Today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. We've been talking about impeachment uh, for as long as I can remember, and certainly the president as well. Uh, And we all know that, of course, the impeachment process went through uh, the House, which was controlled by the Democrats, and the president was impeached. It then moves to the Senate, and the Senate, which is uh, Republican-controlled, uh, in the process now of just whipping this through as quickly as possible, and, you know, because they control the Senate, uh, they can uh, pretty much control the verdict. And and many predicted when this all started that we already knew what the ending was going to be. Uh, the House would, uh, would, con- would impeach him, and then the Senate would throw it all out, and he would wouldn't be removed from office because it takes two-thirds of the senators uh, to do that. So many thought that it was just status quo unless a shoe drops. And it appears that a shoe did drop. And that is uh, a sample of of a book that's coming out by a former national security advisor, John Bolton, in which he basically uh, confirms what happened, his side of the story and what everybody was suspecting in regard to the relationship and the conversation between the Ukraine president and Donald Trump. Now it appears, uh, and again, with, with control over the Senate, it's pretty much uh, it's pretty much the Republicans' uh, show. However, now with this new book from Bolton, some uh, Republicans are getting itchy and not too sure what's going on. Want to hear from witnesses now? Republican leader Mitch McConnell said he doesn't have enough votes to deny witnesses being called. What does this all mean? Uh, let's bring in Ryan Hurl, Assistant Professor, Department of Political Science, University of Toronto, and is with us now. Ryan, thank you for the time. Much appreciated. Uh, no problem. Again, when this all started, we th- figured we knew where it was going to end up, and the story was pretty much over before it started, unless another shoe dropped. Is this that other shoe? Does this make much of a difference, that being the, uh, the transcript of, of uh, Bolton's new book? Uh, I really don't think so. I think it might change how the end game plays out. I think it might change some of the long-term consequences, either for the Republican Party, President Trump, or both. But uh, in the absence of additional information, I would say that uh, Bolton's revelations aren't really going to change that many votes. It's certainly not, not going to lead to Trump's removal. Frankly, my first reaction was, is anyone actually surprised by this? Uh, (laughs) But it is in part a consequence of the way in which Trump and his team, and perhaps even the Republicans more broadly, have chosen to respond to the initial controversy. Uh, In some ways, they they tried to debate the facts in terms of what happened instead of focusing on the question of motive, that is, what was Trump actually trying to do, investigate corruption versus affect an upcoming election. And by raising this idea that the call was perfect, there was no quid pro quo, uh, they set themselves up for exactly this kind of revelation. So I think this might change what happens this week. I think we are definitely much more likely, well, let's say more likely, to see additional witnesses. We're more likely to get a chance to see uh, John Bolton uh, give testimony. But uh, the, the ultimate outcome is not going to be affected by this. It'll only be delayed for perhaps a few more weeks. So confirmation of the same story, but still not enough to remove him from office. No. Um, the only thing that would seriously shift votes is something to the effect of John Bolton saying, not only was President Trump trying to get Ukraine to investigate either the 2016 elections or Biden, but Trump was fully and completely aware that this was complete, that this was baseless, 
and that there is absolutely no reason to suspect Biden of any kind of uh, either illegal activity or unethical activity, and that this was and that the sole motive was to undermine Biden in the 2020 election. That's what it would take. And if you think that's a high bar, well, it is removing the president. The bar yeah. should be set pretty yeah. high. No, I agree and, with that. And I, I doubt very much that the president will, that Bolton will give that kind of testimony. Since Bolton has not testified to date, uh, and we understand because it's because the president didn't want him to, is this him trying to get his side of the story out? Uh, that's difficult to know. Um, it, it's hard to know exactly what role Bolton would have played in getting this information into the public. I'm only guessing here. I suspect that he is not personally responsible for this. Uh, right now, the book is being evaluated by uh, the White House in order to make sure, as is usually the case when uh, executive branch officials or like even uh, employees of the State Department write memoirs and things of that nature. So that's not unusual. Um, who knows how it was leaked? I doubt it was through, I doubt it was through Bolton. Uh, CNN now reporting White House has issued formal threat to Bolton to keep him from publishing books, saying that there is uh, classified information in there. Your thoughts? Um, that's not unprecedented. Um, it is certainly something that has happened uh, in regards to uh, people who have worked for the CIA who have tried to write books. Uh, some of the major cases were back in the 70s. Uh, so it is a it is a it is a tricky situation. Um, so we will again. It's I don't want to speculate too much, but uh, clearly there is there is a lot of bad blood between the two here. It is difficult to know uh, exactly how much of this is about a genuine concern with the legitimate interest of the executive branch, a genuine concern with maintaining the confidentiality of, of presidential communications. And how much of it is about the bad blood uh, that obviously erupted between uh, between Trump and Bolton? And I, I must say, obviously, I think most people would agree, uh, Trump clearly has a lot of the, the blame to bear here. Uh, he has often uh, shown not very good judgment in terms of how he manages the people around him. Uh, including those that are supposedly on his team. I mean, there's no right. doubt that Bolton's a Republican. I mean, he was a commentator on Fox News. It's not his first book by any means. How how long can, uh, how many Republicans can Donald Trump annoy before this starts to come back and bite him in the rear end? Uh, well, that is difficult to say. I think if you look in the broader perspective, uh, he's probably overall won over as many never-Trumper Republicans, some sort of elite-level Republicans, as he's lost, frankly, over the last uh, several years. Uh, not least because in, in power, he has not departed from Republican orthodoxy on some of the issues that matter most to them, judicial appointments, deregulation, and tax cuts. Uh, so insofar as there are disputes with Trump, a lot of it comes down to personality. And there are only so many people who work you know, on a personal level with the president. Uh, so, yes, in the case of people like Jeff Sessions or uh, John Bolton, uh, we can see how Trump does not. Uh, perhaps he's treating people with too much, <laughs> too much contempt, I say, I say perhaps. Hmm. But we see the danger of this, right? You know, it, it's a good rule of thumb, something I tell my children. You know, treat everybody with respect. You know, 
sometimes even if you don't innerly respect them. Well, right? <laughs> obviously, this is a hugely divided country right now. And, you know, it doesn't matter which team you're on. If you're if you're dug in, man, you're supporting your cause. But that's when it's the other guy, the other team. But once you start attacking people within the, you know, the Republican circle, I mean, as you said, with the advice to your kids, sooner or later, that's got to catch up to you. Right. And, you know, we will see. But Trump certainly, uh, you know, he was willing to, in his entire political career as president, is based upon a full frontal assault on the Republican Party. Some of it legitimate, some of it strange. Like, we can think of the accusations he made against Ted Cruz's father uh, yeah. way back when. Uh, but he is, he is not afraid about attacking members of his own party. Uh, and sometimes that serves a useful purpose. Uh, it turns out in many of the ways in which he attacked Republicans were because the Republican Party had failed across many different issues, or they had they had departed from public opinion. But uh, destroying relationships with people who you've worked closely with, who will have who will be able to reveal information of this kind, uh, that's something very different. You're listening to the Scott Thompson Show podcast on 900 CHML. So how big of a setback is this for Mitch McConnell not having enough votes to completely control uh, this event? Uh, He was hoping no witnesses, you know, in and out, quick and short and sweet and all of that sort of thing. Now he's saying that he may not have enough votes. Is, Is that a setback? Is that just people doing their own thing within the Republican Party to make sure they get elected? Is that a concern for him? Uh, I don't think it's going to be a major political concern for McConnell. Probably many of the senators are feeling at this point that knowing what the outcome is going to be, they might prefer to move on to other business, such as their election campaigns, I imagine. Uh, I don't I think it's frankly, I think at this point, there is a bigger risk if they do not bring in Bolton as a witness. I think that if he doesn't have the opportunity to lay all the cards on the table, uh, the long-term impact of the Republican Party uh, is likely to be more severe. So I think that they're going to have to take a gamble on this, and I think that they might they might be forced to. I think it's I think it's it's most likely at this point. I will I will roll the dice on this and say that I don't think he will be able to hold his, his uh, the Republican caucus together. I think there will be uh, enough of uh, enough Republicans to bring at least John Bolton in to give to give testimony. Uh, what would that look like? Any speculation? I mean, could he end up supporting and being uh, supporting the Republicans and being uh, mum on on the stand, or are we going to see some fireworks? Very, uh, very difficult to know. Um, I think that, as I said, there is a lot of bad blood between Bolton and Trump, so we don't know the full scope of uh, the of the information that he possesses, but. As I said, if the only thing he's going to be testifying to is that Trump was aware that pressure was being put on Ukraine for these investigations, that that actually is not enough. Um, he would have he would actually have to go much further and mm-hmm. say not only that there was this action, but there was a there was clear evidence of a corrupt intent. That's the only thing that's going to shift any votes. Uh, whether it goes that way or not, could he say enough that just make Americans go, you know, whether it's legal legal or not, or whether it's impeachable or not, this is just out of hand. Is that the long-term game you were talking about? Yes, I, I do think that, I mean, we, it, it, is, it is pure speculation, but there are two competing forces here. I think on the one hand is the reaction of nothing really happened in the end, right? In the end, there was some kind of pressure, but the Ukrainians say there wasn't pressure or they weren't aware of it, and in the end, nothing happened. Uh, the aid went through. 
And then you could add further information. The people who were claiming that the aid was so crucial were, in many cases, people who were not so concerned during the Obama administration when there was very little uh, support uh, for military aid to the Ukraine. So there is that kind of reaction. Now, on the other hand, you are seeing sort of this interconnection of the, the political dimension of the presidency and the governing dimension. And they've become fused, right? And yes, every president has to campaign for re-election. And that sometimes means you try to get information on your opponents. But within Trump's clumsy hands, those two different dimensions became fused. And I think that's, you know, finally with testimony from Bolton, I mean, that could draw some of the public's attention to this. Yeah, so I think if you look out beyond the Senate trial, where the end is not in doubt, uh, I do think that depending upon the, who the Democrats choose to nominate, uh, Bolton test, the Bolton's testimony could have, uh, could have some impact there. So uh, if McConnell doesn't have enough uh, to, to, to keep witnesses out and, and the vote goes through and witnesses are allowed, how many? Who decides? Is it just Bolton? Um, they, they can vote on a witness-by-witness basis. So, for instance... Will it be tit-for-tat? If you want Bolton, we need Biden? Uh, that, that's possible. Um, it's hard to know exactly how, how people will vote. Um, yeah, so it is the case that Republicans do have a majority, so if they want to, they could extend it further. But just as the case in the, in the, with the Democrats, the Democrats can't be certain of exactly what John Bolton could say. Mm-hmm. For, for all I know, John Bolton could get up on the stand and say, President Trump had legitimate concerns with you know, corruption in Ukraine. That's something that he could say, and maybe Bolton will also say it was improper to put pressure in this way, but the underlying motive was fine, um, and that would be an advantage for Trump. I think Republicans would be in a similar situation um, to give the Bidens a platform because it, it's very, very hard to know what's, what is going to happen. Hmm. Um, it, could, it could become abundantly clear that there was, despite appearances, you know, there was really no basis for, for, Trump's, for Trump's concern. So uh, both sides have, a, have something to lose from witnesses. I think it's more likely that the Republicans will just accept the fact that with this new information from the book, there really is a need to hear exactly what Bolton has to say and not extend it further. How can this help the Republicans, though, and, and not advantage the Democrats? He, I mean, the Democrats at this point know exactly what's going to happen. He's not going to be removed from office. So at this point, they're just throwing everything at the wall they can, including uh, this new revelation uh, from Bolton and such. So do they have anything to lose in any of this? Uh, in terms of bringing in additional witnesses? Uh, well, yes. I think in the case of bringing it, if they, have to, if they were to accept bringing in the Bidens, uh, it is hard to know exactly what what kind of issues are going to be raised. Will this or, end up coming down to if you want to hear from Bolton, we have to hear from Biden, and then this whole thing just ends up with no, nobody testifying? That could be that could be it. I mean, I I still think that the more of the the few moderate Republican senators who are in play, I think they're more likely to say we just want to hear from we just want to hear from Bolton that that is the relevant witness, and then then everyone can get it over with. Uh, is it is it a a, a valid a valid ask to for the Republicans to say well tit for tat you want Bolton we want Biden uh, would some say well he's not even involved in this at any point if you want Biden brought then charge him and, and we'll have a separate thing for him. Uh, I suppose that's one way of of looking at it. But from my perspective, if you've been charged with something in this case, an abuse of power, and your defense is. Well, I had a legitimate concern with an abuse of power in the Ukraine or concern with the way in which American foreign policy had been affected. 
I I find it hard to I find it hard to understand the argument that the Bidens are completely irrelevant, mm-hmm. right? This it, it all I, in the end, and this is something with all the information that's been out there. Really, it, this is what makes it such a, a complicated issue. It comes down to a matter of intent, and that is that is hard to prove. And the matter, the question of intent could very much involve, well, what exactly did they know about the Bidens? What exactly were the Bidens up to? Was there any basis for this? I don't know. I have no idea. I think a lot of people are, have limited information about that. Um, so it's hard to know exactly what will, will happen once you bring the Bidens on the stage. It would be, I think it, it would be a risk for the Democrats, and that's why they don't want to do it. Uh, do you think uh, we talked about this way uh, at the beginning of this whole process and, you know, it's going to go through, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. Do you pretty much feel the same thing or d- does this change anything in any way? Is this going to be a cut and dry for uh, the Senate and for the Republicans? Uh, like I said, I still think the I still think the the ultimate outcome, it was evident from day one. But. With Bolton's testimony, the only it's just a question of how much collateral damage the Republicans might have to might have to pay. Why would he, he write might, such? Why would Bolton write such a book if he wasn't trying to be heard or create that damage? Uh, I think it is. I think it is personal. I mean, people don't always act uh, for the loftiest of motives. I think it is also possible that, uh, in addition to the, just the personal animosity that developed between them. That it's possible that Bolton uh, wants people to know about the way in which Trump governed as president, and he probably had legitimate reasons for being very concerned with that. Uh, so I think there's a mixture of these things, a, a mixture of sort of personal animosity and legitimate concern about the way in which Trump is conducting himself. As president. Uh, there's already been a pile of books written from people that have been associated in some mm-hmm. way with this president. Is this just another one? Uh, hard to review a book before you've had a chance to read it. Yeah. Uh, Bolton's had a lot. I mean, Bolton's had a lot of experience, uh, you know, in politics. He's been a political figure for a very long period of time. So I think that he I think this is one of the books that I'm very curious to read. Unlike some, of, unlike some of the others. So I think that it, would, it will be interesting to get his perspective on this. And I am particularly con- uh, concerned about his views on the way in which, you know, the, the foreign policy or even the domestic policy of the Trump administration, you know, was intertwined with the politics of Trump's, of Trump's re-election efforts. Uh, that's something that will be easy to that'll be interesting to look into. Ryan Hurl has been with us, assistant professor, Department of Political Science, University of Toronto. Ryan, as always, thank you so much for the time. Much appreciated. No problem at all. Anytime. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to three on 900 CHML.